And welcome back to the basement. Hey. hey. Nice. We still haven't eaten each other yet. Well, and, uh, you know, well, and not in that way. A great Christmas. <laughs> you know, proper mouth hugs. Did you have a good Christmas? I thought uh, Christmas being trapped in the basement with you guys was going to be awful, but yeah. it's all right. For all, for all these all weeks? Right. Yeah. yeah, it was okay. Did you get everything you wanted from Santa, Zach? Yep. What did you get? Snow. You got snow? Uh, fuck snow. <laughs> oh, honey. Honey. Get its dirty swear. white ass. Santa will remember that for next year and won't give you what you want for Christmas. I'm sorry. <coughs> so bad. Zach wanted some Optimus Prime panties, yeah. and he got some. Uh-huh. Thanks, so, Carrie. Edible Transform. Ones? I gave them to him. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. Everyone else have a good Christmas? Everybody get what they wanted? Yes. Yeah, probably not. I wanted a rash, and I got one. You got one, a Christmas rash. Yep. I never get what I want. Just when like do I get what's coming to me? Well, when do I get my fair share? Wait, wait, wait. This is the first holiday season I haven't actually known Mr. Vice to uh, uh-huh. not be single. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, weird. I know. Crazy. Oh. Um, That's a Christmas miracle right there. That is. Now, it's gross. Now, before we move <laughs> on, here, here's the question. Is, since you didn't get what you what did you want that you did not get? I can tell you what I wanted what? that I didn't get. And I'll have to go and buy now with my gift certificates. Is that damn Mystery Science Theater pack that's just out now? A four pack with a little Tom Servo action figure. That's in pretty it. cool. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm never getting my jetpack. I'm never. never getting my rocket boots. Yeah, wouldn't you rather have a rocket boots instead of a jetpack? No, I want a jetpack. I, I want to go. I want because uh, it keeps your ass warm. I, I'm never getting that adamant that pseudo adamantium Captain America shield. So it would probably be too heavy for me to lift and There's on my back. That anyway. full-size one? Yeah. There is Man, a full-size uh, steel Captain America shield at Entertainment Earth for like yeah. 400 bucks. I want that. Oh. And they have both styles. They have classic, uh, the triangle style and the uh, Who the wants round that one? one? They Nobody. Have, they have I, two. I want, the I, round I want the classic one. You do? Yeah, but the danger to that is just like when Grendel was out as a comic book and they had the mask out. I was like, I can't buy that because bad things will happen. That's I'll right. wear the Put mask. And... I'll start killing things. If I had the classic World War II Captain America shield, I'd get shot at by Nazis. From your basement. And they would find him. <laughs> yeah. they, they would find him. <laughs> yep. She'd be like, shield! I'd be like, no, 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 no. This isn't a flashback. Stop trying to kill me. Old woman. Zach, what did you not get that you wanted? Um, I don't know. I got everything I wanted. Thanks. Whoa, Transformers right? underwear? That's all I'm asking for. That's that's what I got you. It's a big deal. Yeah. With the footies. Yep. Uh, in this, in the, in the, I have to announce a tragedy before we get the show started. Tragedy. Um, you see that I'm holding the... Uh, one of the Burger King glasses. The first pine glass. With uh, oh, Kirk. No, no. Yeah. I think I know where this and, is going. And uh, you've got uh, your Spock one there. Did the Nero glass there, break? Uhura over there and uh, Tragedy. What happened? The Nero glass broke. <laughs> oh, crap. The glass that launched a drink? The glass that launched the drink of this show. Geekshowpodcast.com. The Nero. Which was... Any Fresca and Jameson's. Yeah. Fresca and Jameson's. Because you just call it a grape Nero yeah. or a peach Nero. So so it broke because Eric Bana couldn't stay in character? Yeah. We hardly knew you, ye you Nero. Know, I you didn't know. get a chance to talk about this, but Eric Bana, have you, this, it's probably available on DVD or something by now, but it was on Speed. It was a movie that he directed called Love the Beast. Oh, it's his obsession with cars. Now, I did get a chance. This was on the 18th of December, and I okay. didn't get a chance to uh, to tell you guys about it, and I'm sorry. Aussie actor Eric Bana directed this love letter to his 1974 XB Coupe, with which he has more chemistry than most of his on-screen love interests. <laughs> Best part, after crashing it during a rally race, Bana 
visits Dr. Phil for some automotive marriage counseling. Seriously. You just, oh just got to be nicer to that car. That dog won't Who, hunt. Who's, who's, in, who's in that picture under it? It's, uh, I don't know. You got to move into Dr. Phil's house with your car, and you guys got to work out your issues. <laughs> I want you to start living as a gay woman. <laughs> That's one of his quotes. I want yeah. you to start living as a gay woman. There you go. You enjoy. I can do one. I can do it. Dr. Phil. Can. I'm going to have my daughter call up and do her impersonation of you doing an impersonation of Dr. Phil. I like it. This is Dr. Phil. You sound a bit like Bill Clinton. That is a little. Yeah, just a tiny man. bit. This is Dr. Phil. There you there go. There you go. go. That's, 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 more, that's more different. That's more like right. Scott Pierce. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's begin. That did sound like yeah, Scott Yeah, you know what your Dr. Phil impersonation did? Yeah. Let's uh, get this uh, over with. Um, Let's get this over with. Uh, Jesus Christ. Terry's uh, at us in his house is, for three weeks, and he's tired of the stink. No that, wonder we only get two stars. No, that, is my, that is my battle cry, by the way. That You know, some people, you know, Geronimo Let's or Church. Let's just get this. Let's get this over with is my battle cry. Two out of five stars, though. That's kind of harsh. On, well, you know. He... I gave a six out of five. Six out of five? You and wouldn't. I'm on the show. Mm. Okay. That's not biased. I like it. Uh, I do. I, well, I do want to talk about this show. Uh, thank you for reminding me. Let's introduce the panel and thank our uh, enablers, and uh, I will tell you about how, how good this show is. Vagina. Oh, yes. That'd be nice to hear for once. Uh, it is Jeff Bice, film critic, Deseret News. Jeff at desnews.com. Viceroy at mediocre.com. And I, no imagine, mediocre I imagine by com. now you've probably got your uh, best of the year list. I do. Together. Yeah, I do. Uh, do you remember it? No, offhand? Not off the top of my head. <laughs> I was just wondering what you thought the best movie of the year was. The Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker. Yep. Coming on DVD in January. Hmm. Is that that Catherine Bigelow movie? It is. Yeah. I by, liked... By uh, James Cameron, yeah. Disciple. I liked me some Inglorious Bastards. That I, was... I, and uh, Up and Zombieland. I, I liked was, Up. Up was, on, Up was on my top ten list, too. Mm-hmm. I only saw a couple movies. I saw, like, year. five movies this year, so... I saw the Star Trek, which I loved. Yes. And uh, I'd have to say District 9 rocked my pants. It was good, too. Yeah, I liked it. Another good one. Uh, let's see. So that's our sort of our best of the year. Yep. Uh, real quickly there. Lee George Cade, ladies and gentlemen. Hi! Toymaker. Elf. Banker. <laughs> banker. I love saying that. What do you do? I'm a banker, and I make toys. Shannon Barnson. Hey, what's up? How's it going? <laughs> Do you want to hey, give your website on. before we move on? Uh, Grimleys.com, thank you. Okay. And uh, Shannon Barnson, uh, children's educator. Yeah. Doing a great job. Doing a good job on mm-hmm. that? I okay. think so. Right. I'm assuming. Except- oh, wait, no, I think I'm still on break. Am I still on break? You're still on yeah, break. Yeah, you're still okay, on break. Cool. And, and Shannon, the school called to tell me to tell me that your class levels were too high. My class levels were yeah, too high. Yeah, you got to bring those down. <laughs> yeah. Making the, rest the principal of the complained bed. my levels are too high in the class. Oh, I was, I was Actually, also told to give you a raise. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so congratulations. Hey, you're going to get paid in internet dollars. And, uh, oh. oh, yeah? That'd I be great. I gave yeah, everybody those are. Those are amazing. Like cap and trade, cap and trade. Zach Shot mm-hmm. has millions of millions. They're like box tops. They don't buy you anything. Of internet yeah. dollars. Except a worthless. lap dance at a strip club in Magna. And that's valuable. I like that. It's the smell I can't That's stand. where strippers right. go to die, Magna, um, Utah. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, Zach Shutt, producer of the uh, GeekShowPodcast.com. Thank you. I am your host. The lovely and talented oh, Carrie Jackson. Hi, thank you. Yeah. And uh, let's see, don't forget uh, our uh, enablers. Of course, PC Laptops. Dan, yeah. the Laptop Man. He's a nut. Who uh, can soup up your computer for whatever it is you want it to do. People have stopped buying TVs. They, <laughs> I mean, I mean, they have TV monitors, but they've stopped... Like subscribing to 
service and, and cable and all that. They're getting it all off the web and they're hooking it up. They're hooking up their computer to a big screen and they're um, watching TV there. No, no slam against any major cable providers no. that may have just bought NBC for an undisclosed amount of money. But um, seriously, why would you watch commercial television when you have services online that will allow you to watch the same show with a smaller, more condensed commercial break? On demand, you might say. Only 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Services like Hulu, uh, Netflix they, has a great on-demand service. For. Comcast has a great on-demand service. Um, you can watch all these shows without. Well, the uh, the network sites themselves provide the yeah. shows. Yeah, and, a lot of them uh, do for free. Stop they... staring at me. Sorry. Zach was staring lovingly God in Shannon's eyes. No, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was lovingly. No, was I love you. Menacingly. It was like he's trying to give me a stroke with his brain. Oh, he, and he can. He, do he's, that. he's a Jedi. Yeah. He saw men who stare at ghosts. He can do that. Uh, let's see. You mean so, the uh, only the only good Star Wars movie that you and uh, McGregor's ever been in? <laughs> so PC laptops uh, make your uh, computer go and do more than just computery stuff. Uh-huh. The interweb, it's big. I hear three W's. And Dan can <laughs> three W's in there now. Dan can help you with that. <laughs> also, uh, Doctor Volt's Comic Connection, twenty forty three East thirty three hundred South. Go see uh, Dave at Doctor Volt's. Tell him Geek Show says hey. And he responds, hey, to Geek Show. And, and this Wednesday, he's having a special signing with Utah Comics creators. Oh, uh, our friend Derek Hunter will be there, I'm sure. And Ryan Otley. And Ryan Otley. Oh, yeah. Of Invincible. And make sure you tell Derek Hunter that Geek Show says hey. And he'll say hey to Geek Show. Yeah, or, he or, or he'll go on some tirade about how podcasts are uh, a dime a dozen and you shouldn't pay attention and to cat them. turds are cat turds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cat turds. That was you know it. what? I sent, somebody asked me the other <laughs> yeah. day on the Facebook. Podcasts are cat turds. Somebody said on the Facebook the other day, hey, I need to know where some good local Utah comics are. And I said, you got to read Derek Hunter's comics and tell him Geek Show says, hey. PirateClub.com. It right. Says, uh, but yeah. I didn't know he was bad mouth in podcasts. Yeah, he says that uh, podcasts are like, uh, what is it, uh, cat turds in a litter box? Oh, no. It was. Uh, what was it? It was response to a long conversation he was having with somebody else. Oh. Stupid okay. internet. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of the internet, can so, I just uh, say context. one thing about Dan Young? That guy writes the most amazing novel-like yeah. Facebook, uh, posts. Facebook posts yeah. that I've ever seen. I didn't even know that was – he's got a special program that will let you make that long of Facebook I also posts. didn't know that you could get that many replies. I mean, the guy writes something like Marco and 9,000 people post polo. So go to PCLaptops.com and uh, get on his uh, Facebook page. You might win stuff. He's giving away a lot of stuff. I think he's got three now because he's got too many people that follow Probably. him. Yeah. He gave away a village in Uruguay last week. So, uh, Dr. Volt, sorry, Dave, uh, you got tromped upon. DrVoltz.com. Uh, yes, go to DrVoltz.com. Or we, just go in there, 2043 East, 3300 South. We love him, too. And uh, 10% discount when you have a hold, and uh, he can walk you through. He does not discriminate. He even lets you read the comics off the shelves. I know. You know about that. That, that? We were in there the other day, right, Jeff? And, yeah, uh, there and, was... and, and some guy who can't, can't afford to have his hold anymore just basically comes in now and reads. And, and, and reads and I walked in with my kids and, and they didn't get shot. Well, and Dan doesn't or Dave, Dave doesn't have a problem with that. Yeah, you know, he let me open up some toys and play with them one time. Really? That's no. nice. No, he probably would actually. Uh, anyway, He's so uh, nice. geekshowpodcast.com is our site. Buy our stuff there. Buy our t-shirts. So you can buy our t-shirts at uh, Doctor Volts as well. And thank you Comcast for uh, doing this whole TV portion of the program. Comcast Channel One, Utah on Demand, About Town, Geek Show. All right. <laughs> um, real quickly here before we get started uh, Nicolas Cage has got a lot of movies out and uh, here to make it a little bit easier for you Jeff when you have to see a Nicolas Cage movie as you do in your responsibilities yeah as, I usually have to see about three or four a year as film critic at the Deseret News the so he's cut down on how many movies he made yeah. the Nicolas Cage drinking game 
This is okay. good for any Nicolas Cage movie. I'm going to okay. practice. Ready? Okay. One drink uh-huh. when Nick Cage shouts. <laughs> One drink when, when Nick Cage punches someone. <laughs> when he points with his entire arm. <laughs> <laughs> when he makes an Elvis reference. Elvis. <laughs> When he drinks a martini. So that's one drink. Uh-huh. Do that a lot in movies? I don't yes. know. Uh, two drinks. When? When he has implausible facial hair. Oh. Does, does okay. that include the hair on top of his head? You're just, you're that's just, all the time. You're just, just summing up wild at heart. Uh, also, uh, take two drinks. When Nick Cage drinks something from a martini glass that isn't a martini. Now, this is something I've not noticed. Like that urine. Uh, Nick went two drinks when Nick Cage displays some kind of facial tick because that's the character, right? Yeah. You know, uh, drink two drinks when you suspect Nick Cage has been allowed to supply his own wardrobe for the character. <laughs> Wild at heart. Yeah. And when there are multiple Nick Cages on screen at once, that's Wild when you heart. take two drinks. Wild at heart. And, uh, <clears throat> what else? Face off. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Christ. drink everything when Nick Cage. Is set on fire. <laughs> no, I like how it's, read how it's written. There. It says it Nick Cage on goes on fire. Flame <laughs> on. Um, and give up alcohol forever if Nick Cage doesn't do any th- any of the above and instead turns into a quiet, measured, reined-in performance. There's just no point in carrying on. Oh. All right, so I found that on your uh, WWW. Yeah, I have a question. Yes, because uh-huh. uh, you know there was a time when I really liked Nick Cage. I, I, I still yeah. do in selected films. How was that uh, Bad Lieutenant? The word of mouth on on the Bad Lieutenant. Sort of sequel that Werner Herzog did. Uh-huh. The reviews have been really good but on you, it. You didn't see it. No, not yet. Okay. I hear it's his best performance since Wild at Heart. You keep saying Wild at Heart. It's my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. Here's your drinking game. Every time Lee George Cage says, says Wild, Wild at Heart. Heart. Come on, raising your You're either going to love me or hate me. Wild at Heart, Wild at Heart, Wild at Heart, Wild at Heart. Adaptation. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. It's pretty good. And Raising Arizona, though. Come I, on. Liked, yeah. I liked The Weatherman. And oh, guarding the Tess. Too. Oh, guarding I Tess. I did like the weather. Guarding Tess. The weatherman was the fun. Hell? Guarding Tess. He's a secret surgeon, a secret service agent assigned to uh, Shelley. No, Shelley Winters. It wasn't uh, Shelley Shirley McLean. Shirley McLean. Shirley Duvall, vice uh, first lady. Yeah, the guard McLean was the first lady. Yeah, she Valley got into girl. hijinks. So she was she was Mrs. Valley girl was great, especially when he fucked that chick in the alley behind the bar. So yep. uh, yeah. so she was playing the part of Mrs. Reagan then. Yes, Moon, Moonstruck. Oh yeah! Oh yeah, he did do well for that. He had a wooden arm. <laughs> well, then, then let's look forward to Ghost Rider two. Match. No, man. let's not. Let's let's look forward to Kick Ass, where he gets shot in the head. Let's <laughs> there talk, we go. Spoiler let's, alert. Let's talk about oh, Kick Ass then. Segue. Um, because uh, I, thought you were I still talk don't get about, it. I thought you were going to talk about how awesome the show was. Oh, I will. We'll get to it. Okay. Since we're since we're rolling, I have yes. a little article here. Um, about uh, the creator of Kick-Ass has got a new comic book that I want to tell you about. So let's talk about Kick-Ass real quick. Uh-huh. And uh, now Jeff doesn't get Jeff it. Jeff doesn't get it. Now, what do you mean by I don't get it? It's sort of fun for one issue. For two issues, it's boring. For more than two issues, it's really, really boring. It just hmm. it has no appeal for me. Hmm. Well, you keep buying it for me, though. Yes. Thank you. I, I think that Jeff's problem can be summed up with my problem with Kick-Ass is that you wait so freaking long between issues. I do get a little tired of that. That, yeah, that's that true. when you get to it, you're like, that's yeah. it? I waited three months for this? Thanks. Hey, yeah, I maybe, mean, maybe it will read better. I yeah. was going to say, maybe if you just sit down and read all, is it six uh, issues? Seven? It, sit it, down and read all seven at once. Maybe it'll do it for you. I can honestly say I did not read the last three issues. 
as they came out. I read them together and I enjoyed them greatly. Yeah, I think that's the way you do it. My only problem I have with it is the way they keep blowing that big shiny robot. <laughs> People on their on their back cover. Really? <laughs> that, that picture of kick ass hugging Brian. <laughs> yeah. Keep uh, best comic ever. I love you, Brian. Blah, 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 blah. Best best comic ever. I love it almost as much as Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> The picture well, of Kick-Ass going. Now, I, um, I, I'm very excited for this movie. I, I, I am, the, too. The trailer I, just... I think uh, it's going to be great. It's out in, what, February? Yep. April, yeah. Oh, April no, 16th. moved it back. April 16th. No. That's somewhere around my wife's birthday, I think. Oh, actually, that's even worse, because April's another one of those slots where they sort of consign things that suck. Hmm. Nah. Yeah. Janu- January, April, August, and Maybe, September. I'm going to look at my wife's... Uh, Driver's license, see if her birthday is right around there, and I'm going to take it to her if it is. Uh, take her to it. You're going to take her to there? <laughs> He's going to take it to her. Take I'm going to take it to her. Take it to her. Uh, anyway, that's so kick ass. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think that w- that's what you need to do, Jeff. You need to just not read them. And yeah. when, Wait when, till they're collected. When six comes out. When whenever is, that is. Whenever that is. Sit down and read the collection. I think you'll really dig it's it. It's hard to stay excited for four months for yeah, a 15-minute really read. Although I'll, I'll admit this right now. I'm not the biggest Mark Miller fan in the world, mm. and, and I think all his character dialogue reads exactly the same. Well, then you're not going to like this new thing that he's got going. No, I'm not. Did you hear about this? Yeah. No. What's the name of the character? I can't find it in this story. It's uh, Okay, here it is. Uh, Mark Millar Boker has unveiled his latest Marvel Comics creation. And it's like he's taunting DC into suing. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's called Nemesis. It's a new series, and uh, it's about Picard's clone. He, he's. It says here that it's. What if Batman was the Joker? That's the premise. What? What if Batman was yeah. the Joker? And 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 one of the promo images actually is the character that looks like he's in a white Batman costume. But without got, ears. Without ears, and he's got blood painted across his a blood face painted in a smile. smile that looks like a Joker smile. So it's Moon Knight in a pie-eating contest. <laughs> well, there I, you seriously, go. it's so... I mean, and, and his main nemesis is the police captain who looks just like Jim Gordon. I mean, just like Jim Gordon. <laughs> it's like he's saying, you know what, I'm the... I'm the star of the world right now. Fuck you, DC. Well, here, here's what it is. This is, uh, and this is this is what he said. Uh, yeah, a lot of people who've read it have been coming up with this hilarious tagline: "What if Batman was the Joker?" Is 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 the tame one, uh, the one that Millar says, uh, "What if Batman was a total cunt?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, you said the c word. It's a uh, it's ah. a reversal of the Bruce Wayne or Tony Stark archetype. Says what? Uh, what if this genius billionaire was just a total shit? The only thing that stood between him and a city was the cops. I think uh, Matt Wagner did this comic and called it Grendel in the 80s. Mm, interesting. So. It's, it says here it's Batman versus Commissioner Gordon in a weird way, or maybe a supervillain version of Seven. A billionaire anarchist up against ordinary people. Again, Grendel. The Joker is the best thing in the Batman movie, so a guy like this is an amalgam of all the stuff we like. Uh, mm. All the cops are needed to go up against this guy. Grendel. He's almost supernatural. He's so good, right. but he happens to be—he happens to just be in a costume. Just be in a costume. Now, oh. if he says the main cop is a supernatural wolf, no, it's Grendel. Hopefully, nobody's ever seen anything like it before. So we're used to supervillains fighting superheroes. I just thought, imagine if there was only one person on the planet like this, and he was actually a bad guy. Grendel. How would cops deal with him, even though he has no superpowers? Very simply, I wanted to do a book about the world's greatest villain up against America's greatest cop. 
I just like the high concept of it, the idea of a villain going around from country to country and having a battle of wits with the best guy in that city that he can get his hands on. I think uh, I've, I've seen this on the news. Really? Uh, yeah, he was elected vice president <laughs> uh, in the Bush administration. Uh, I believe at one point Grendel even fought Batman. He, he, uh, he did. Uh, he arrives in the, in the city, finds the best cop, and then sends the cop a little funeral wreath with the date and time when they're going to die on it. And then a box with his wife's head in it. Everyone dying at a preci- and everyone will die at precisely that time. All mm-hmm. these cops in the Pacific Rim are dead, and then we come to the American side of the story, and they struggle with this guy to do it. Um, but the look of the character is, I, you know, he's, it's like he's flipping D.C. right off. I know. You I know, hear, it's like, come and get me. I hear there's a villain that wants to be mayor of Monday. Uh, and, and, and by the way, the <laughs> artist is Steve McNiven, the guy who did the old man Logan art. For- oh, oh, that's some good work. Geez, good stuff. That's some good work. But, that uh, sounds dumb. But uh, Nemesis. I'm, I'm going to give it a try. I like when Wolverine and Hawkeye were driving the Spider-Mobile around downtown Salt Lake City. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, and, they, and they were at the Rice-Eccles Stadium, and there was that big execution. Raptors <laughs> ate superheroes. That was cool. It was cool. Uh, let's see. Jeff, did you know it was 30 years ago that we were standing in line? For Star Trek The Motion Picture? Yes. We were standing in line at the Fox Theater in Provo. Yeah. Little, little kids. <laughs> Little kids getting snowed on because it was December. Yep. Or my aunt was coming cold. home to tell me about Star Trek, the motion picture. And she was like, it was so amazing. And, and, then and I went the thing to see that was it. so funny is I, I remember going into junior high the, the following Monday and everybody asking, well, how was it? How was it? How was it? How was it? And I had my little communicator badge that I'd Your locked. little uh, pin. Your little, little, uh, little insignia. Yeah, my little insignia pin. And I was like, even then I was I was doomed to be a... A movie critic, as I went. Mm. Well, wasn't that called "Flyby" the motion picture? Well, <laughs> and and that's what I wanted to talk about is because uh, yeah, it's thirty years ago, and, and yeah, maybe it makes us old, but we wouldn't have this cool, kick-ass Star Trek movie that we have now if it weren't for that. If it weren't for this, because it made a shitload of money. It did make a lot, and it of made money. me believe that Greek chicks are hot even when they're bald. Oh no, no, she, she, she yeah, she's Indian. Percy Kambata. Is she Indian? Persis, yeah. Persis Kambata. Yeah. Who's, who's dead, by the way? Oh, I don't care. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I dig, I dig so that bald. action up. But, I don't uh, care. But bald chicks are hot. Uh, the but, right bald chick is hot. But yeah, now this is, this is the thing about that movie. It was, uh, let's see, was it 1970? No, it wasn't 79. 78. 78. 78. And uh, so, it's, yeah, it's 30 years. And uh, yeah, the movie has a lot of pacing problems. True. But how big of a geek boner did you get? And I didn't care how long they... Flew yep. around the Enterprise. They flew around the Enterprise. It was up there. It was big. On the music was booming. Screen. Yeah. screen. It, it finally looked real. And I'll tell you, it just, yeah, the movie sucked. Okay, whatever. Yeah, and they were in their jammy jams that had footies. I, yeah, and I didn't even care. I was looking at I that just, ship just, just. There's one oh, thing man, that would have made that movie you know, rock is if they'd actually shown the original medical officer and, and that other officer that got beamed together. Oh, yeah. On the yeah. transport. There were some really cool elements in that movie. It was very much a product of its times, though. And and I do have to tell you, it <laughs> read the novelization that Gene Roddenberry allegedly wrote. That he allegedly that, wrote. That addresses the whole more homoerotic mm-hmm. activities between Kirk and Spock. Yes. Where, where Kirk actually says that, not that he didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. It's really interesting because not only are there, are there the homoerotic tendency parts of it, but they explain Ilea and her... Uh, 
Delton heritage oh, and yeah. why Kirk, why she said to Kirk, my oath of celibacy is on record. Captain. Yeah, it, it, because it, they bone everything. And they, I just, yeah. re- I just remember the description of her in the shower, the sonic shower, and and, and her hard tipped breasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that specific wording. I was like, I also oh my god, the, I'm feeling the, the, these. What is this stirring? I the, feel. The, good, the good thing about the book is that it doesn't spend all that time looking at Viger. Well, it you just, can't, it you just can't, describes it. And you, you know? also can't spend seven pages writing about how cool the Enterprise is to fly around. Exactly. <laughs> it <laughs> spends a lot more time Describing on, every rivet. It's was gently yes. glistening as the Delta Vagan sun glistened off of it. And then exactly. it entered her mossy mound. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm thinking well, of another a different book. book. Oh, sorry. Also brought up that Decker was a whiny little bitch. Yes. yes. Uh, but it mostly spends time with the Kirk Spock McCoy, the uh, the Godhead, the, the triumvirate. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it, it's been thirty years. Find the book. Um, you don't need to watch the movie yeah, so much. You want a you want a good time? Well, no, you can watch it on DVD and fast forward. There is a do, yeah. there is a really cool thing on uh, YouTube I found the other day of DeForest Kelly on I think it was Nightline or one of the early nineties. Um, TV magazine shows, mm-hmm. um, and it's DeForest Kelly walking around talking about next generation and he's on the bridge and he's talking about the the differences between the two shows and that's right uh, because he was on the first episode he was on the first episode but it was probably within a year or two of when he died and, uh, and so he's interviewing all the different people on the show and he's just talking about it. and it was a cool like 10 minute little segment it was just are you a vulcan it was neat to see i don't like me no vulcans that youtube is a wealth <laughs> of of geeky anthropological but, uh, gold what the one of the things I, I was just reading about this 30th anniversary and everything and uh um they talk about how uh, Star Wars dropped the ball when it came to merchandising. At first. Uh, excuse me? At first. At first. At first. Oh, okay. First. okay. Not lately, right? In other words, you, well, you remember the early bird certificate kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Zach, you were, you were not born then. Um, the first action figures, uh, you couldn't get them. Uh, yeah, you you had to wait for your... Uh, no one would touch it. Yeah. Mego turned it down, and what toy line did they yeah. pick up? They picked up Star Trek. And what yes. bombed and killed Mego? Yeah, Star Trek did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's just really interesting here because I was reading, uh, it says, uh, when Star Wars was uh, released, May 25th, 1977, the irony was that there was very little merchandise available because most companies initially showed little interest in the bizarre science fiction film. Because it was considered bizarre. Mm-hmm. But by Christmas of 77, even toy giant Kenner, which had been smart enough to realize the potential of Star Wars, only had a few puzzles, games, miscellaneous items, the infamous empty box early bird gift certificate kit, which parents purchased and gave to the kids with the promise of the action figures being sent yep. sometime in 78. Oh, my God. Could this you is the truth. Yep. Yeah. I, and, and uh, yeah, I was right there uh, with it. What thanks. is this? It's an empty uh, box. Uh, I, got, I got that damned empty box, and I was stoked. Yeah, because it was like, oh, they're coming. They're coming. And you were. It, it was like four figures. It was like Luke, Chewbacca, R2. And, and Darth Vader. And Darth Vader, right? Was it Obi-Wan? I don't remember. Oh, I thought it was just four. Anyway, it uh, doesn't matter. So what happened was <laughs> is that uh, when Star Trek came out, they didn't want to have that happen. Migo. problem was they went too far the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, it says, while Star Trek uh, owes a lot of uh, debt of gratitude to the success of Star Wars for its existence, Paramount was, again, not going to make the same mistake that happened with Star Wars Uh Star Trek was, uh, in 79, one of the most merchandised films of all time and a multimedia collecting experience. I mean, there was everything from trading cards in bread to 
uh, the action figures, which I have a bunch of. Uh, there were small ones. There were big ones. Uh, there were beyond they, lunch well, boxes but, and T-shirts. Well, and, yeah, and they were one of the first to capitalize on the whole fast food yes, tie-in thing, too. Klingon Happy Meals, you had those. Uh, you, if you go on the web and, and look up uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture merchandising, you can find all of this stuff out there. By the time we got to Star Trek III, and the, everything was merchandised really, yeah. really well. Remember the Pond Farm meal at Burger King? <laughs> Every seven years, it's... You, you got oh. to bone your hamburgers? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand what you're saying. Don't, don't think about it too much, Sharon. I'm thinking about it a lot right now. <laughs> Jeez. I got a stirring for my hamburger. <laughs> Pond farm gotta, burger? Those chicken tenders. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to beat the crap out of my captain to eat that. I like, I like these nuggets, but I only have sauce for them every seven years. <laughs> talking about semen. And you, I was going to say, and you have to make it yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, so anyway, I just wanted to, to remind Jeff that it was 30 years ago wow. that he and I were standing in line Wowie, we outside the Fox Theater in Provo. What a great movie theater, by the way. It was. It's huge, great sound. I saw The Shining there. The Shining? The Shining. Really? And uh, I just, man, so great up on the big screen. But we all saw Empire at the center, didn't we? We did. Which is weird because we were probably all there the same day. We probably, if you went to the first showing, which I went was to the first noon, showing on the first then, day, then we were all there. My mom took me out of school to go see it. <laughs> so did mine. Oh God, our moms were probably yelling at each other because the traffic was so bad. Walked walked up nope. the walked up the street to, to the D's to get a. Nope. Uh, my my mom was not yelling because uh, uh, she went at six in the morning, so there was no traffic. <laughs> I oh, insisted. Jesus. I insisted. I didn't want to take a chance on not getting in the first showing. Were you that the, the, the kid in the karate outfit that kept saying it was Luke? Here's the, here's <laughs> what happened. I've told the story before. Uh-huh. Um, there was a small bookstore right next to the center theater, and they opened at nine. And they were selling the novelization. Mm-hmm. And I bought it, mm-hmm. and I stood in line and I read it, and I got to Luke, I am your father, and oh. I I just my mouth went agape and I went, oh my god, you guys, oh my god, you guys, and I'm like, what? I'm not gonna tell you what? I don't want to ruin it for you. Remember the display they had on the other end of the rope, yeah. though? Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Oh, yeah. I I know, and what really pissed me off is how that violated Splinter of the Mind's eye. <laughs> yeah, that pissed you off, huh? <laughs> As Alan Dean Foster's most underrated work. Yeah. For a reason. I'm actually lost for once. Splinter of the Mind's Eye, I actually babysat and raked leaves for weeks to be able to walk to a gas station by my house in Medford, Oregon to buy that piece of shit. (laughs) What is it? It was the first Star Wars novel. The first Star Wars novel that was not the movies. Yeah. Oh, And it it had appeared before Empire Strikes Back. There was this shard buried on some planet, and Luke and Leia were in a Y-wing, and... Yes, was, uh, uh, I and remember, they made out. And, and they so yeah, they, they pretty did, much got it on. I remember I I read one of those novels, uh-huh. uh, and it was uh, Lando and a little robot. What? It was what again? <laughs> the Star Cave of Fung. Like he fought a monster and stuff. And oh, I thought it was Pimpin' oh, Of course you did, Brian. <laughs> really? <laughs> you read a Lando? You like you like book? it? It had Star Wars stamped on it. You're like, all right, I'm in. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I... Let's, let's take a break and you can yell no, at him. No, I do have to ask him, though. I do have to ask him. Tell me the truth. Did you or did you not hate the courtship of Princess Leia? 
Okay, there okay. we go. There we go. Was it Dave Wolverton? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I hated that book. Singing C-3PO during the during the wedding. I, this pissed me off. I, uh, that was the last wait, Star on. Trek it's one of the Star few, Wars novelizations. It's one of the few that I read. I read and, uh, yeah. that so it sounds like I might like this one. <laughs> no? I it's horrible. kind of did. Did you? No, because we had Rogue Squadron going on at the same time. Far better series of books. All right. Uh, let's uh, take a break so that Shannon can yell at uh, Brian for being the only guy who read uh, no, I read Lando's it. book. I know I read it, too. It was fucking awful. <laughs> Pimpinate easy. Yeah, too many disco scenes. All right. Uh, after these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Dan, the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. Thank you for creating almost 100 local American jobs. We're hiring again. Are you sick of living in fear of being downsized at any moment? Are you one of those people that just add life to everyone you meet? Would you like to work for a company that gives full medical insurance benefits? Would you like to live a quality lifestyle in exchange for your great performance and good attitude? Would you like to work somewhere where you can call the CEO anytime you want to chat or have an idea? Are you a happy person who adds energy and all kinds of positive mojo to everyone you meet? Do you love technology and gadgets? Do you not smoke crack, smack, meth, or heroin? Then PC laptops might have a job for you. We're hiring salespeople, PC and Mac techs who love computers and people and can fix them fast and precisely. Check out the job openings at PCLaptops.com. Because remember, at PC Laptops, we love you. Well, you know, uh, GeekShowPodcast.com owes an awful lot to Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. They have a, a website, I believe, don't they, Zach Shutt? They do, DrVolts.com. You wouldn't have anything to do with that, would you? No. Okay, just checking. Uh, when you are there, say hi to Dave. He is the friendly guy. There's the key, friendly guy behind the counter. Uh, there are comic book stores. We've talked to people all the time in their various cities where you go in and you're not exactly met with a friendly face. And if you're a first-time comic buyer, that could be kind of scary. Uh, yeah, you could be scared away by those people. But Dave is very, very friendly and will help you with whatever you need, whatever you're looking for, whether you're just a one-time buyer or if you are a hardcore fanatic like myself. <laughs> Get a hold. It's called a hold at Dr. Volts. They will be able to uh, pull all the titles that you want and you don't have to worry about them selling out. Well, that works out very well. Plus, you get a 10% discount with your hold at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection 2043 East, 3300 South. Marvel, DC, Independence, one of the largest selection of independent comics uh, in, the, uh, in the state, as a matter of fact. So go and see them. Go see Dave at Dr. Volt's uh, Comic Connection and tell them Geek Show says, hey. All right. Uh, welcome back. Uh, it's good to be back. Thank you for being so welcoming. No, no problem at all. Can't believe the decade's almost over. I know. Uh, yes, we're no, looking. No, uh, thank looking you. I have a bone of, I have a bone to pick with this. What? The decade ending. There's no year zero. No. Decades start. Centuries start. Millennia start with years one, not years oh, zero. Shut it, you nerd. So, twenty first uh, century started two thousand one, which is why Arthur C. Clarke. Ed Stanley Kubrick named their movie 2001. Hmm. That just makes me sad. I just feel stupid I'm, now. That sounds like I've, I've seen you, all Jeff these uh, decade uh, decade top lists that have been out for weeks now. Like, uh, did you know that In uh, Sync was uh, the number one album of the decade? <laughs> did I? Yeah, I didn't need a list to tell me that. And yeah. that's the ones with the puppets, not, not just or... top selling, but yeah, most so, awesomeness. So we need these. Yes. You know, I feel bad anyway. for is that uh, that dude that got the greatest one-hit wonder. 
Oh yeah. Adding uh, the you've had a bad day. The, the bad day song guy. Yeah. The one hit wonder of the decade. One hit, yeah. Can you imagine? So you had a bad day. Your career's already completely bad. in the shitter. And they're just like, hey, guess what, bro? You're the one in the entire decade. At one hit yeah. wonder, you, you are the one. are the smelliest turd of the decade. Yeah. Well, Congratulations. But Sarah. guess who's still getting residuals for that song's airplay? So we had a good day when his chick showed up in the mail. Shut the fuck up. Hey, 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 hey. Yes. If Rupert Holmes can have a greatest hits collection, remember that's the guy who did oh, yeah. the Pina Colada song? If Do that I? I can have a greatest hit collection, wow. I see no well, reason. it's that... only got one song on it, though. I'm just waiting for the Pablo Cruz comeback tour. Anyway, uh, let's get underway. Um, oh, yeah, Geek on the Cheap. Uh, because yeah. uh, Great topic uh, you brought up that you don't remember. That I don't remember. <laughs> uh, and I, I think I had Shannon in mind when, when this came yeah. up. Oh, why? It's, it's, what I love, it's what I love about getting uh, Carrie's 930 drunk texts. Um, yeah, I, that's what happened. Yes. <laughs> and I wanted you guys to find, and, and I hope you did, find stuff that you can do for free. Well, I know who well, didn't. That are uh, geeky. Uh, well, I have one, actually. <laughs> I have one. I have one. Drinking have isn't one. free. Drinking is not free, but uh, I have one. Yes. Uh, Geek Show Movie Night. Oh, for sure. Oh. Which uh, we just had a great one last night. Um, but uh, the next one that was amazing. January 31st. is the 31st of January. I couldn't believe the nudity. I know. It was frightening. And that one will be... For free at 5 p.m. at Brewbies. Yes. And it will be... Fright Nights. Fright Nights. And The Lost Boys. Which, I, God damn it, I'm going to have to watch the goddamn movies. It sucks. <laughs> you know, I'm, I have not seen Fright Night. What? Ever? You've oh, never no, been introduced Brewster. to Brewster. You've You're never so been introduced cool. to Evil. Evil Ed? Yeah. Never have? It is the best. And it's funny because I know that there's one guy in this room who hates this movie. Who? Who? Oh. Brian. Brian. Oh. There, there, were, there were other Fright Night movies? There was two. The second one sucked. Yeah, the first it. Fright Night, though, was great because it's basically your, your sci-fi monster movie nerds get picked on by everybody. The one guy's a bit of a peeping Tom, and he's watching this chick take off her shirt and then realizes his neighbor's a vampire. Right. It's like Rear Window. Yeah. It's so vampires. awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, is it, which, who's, who's, who's the Fright Night host? Uh, Roddy McDowell. Roddy, Roddy McDowell. McDowell hosts this old creature feature show where he's a vampire. Yeah. Okay, so seen, the kid, I've seen some of it. Then. The kid's convinced that he's got to get this guy to help him kill the vampire, <laughs> and so he goes to him. <laughs> it's like, gotta, of course, the vampire is a yuppie named Jerry. Of course. Yeah. They always are. Yeah. Huh? It's great. Chris Sarandon is such a bastard in that movie. Okay, so there's a free thing. And evil dude. And there's... you get to see Marcy from Married with Children Naked. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Huh. So there's that, and this podcast is free. Geekshowpodcast.com. So there, yeah. there's some free geek. All it costs you is time. Well, you've yeah. got to have an internet connection. Well, there's that. But, Whatever. you know, you go to the library. Go to the library. Yes. Which, sure. should, which, which should be our other free suggestion. Geek for go free at the, the library? library. Yeah. What is this thing called library? I don't know. It, especially at the Salt Lake City downtown library, which has a great graphic novel selection. They do. It's actually pretty amazing. Yeah. Also, uh, all the new D&D games, are, the D&D books are there, too. So if you want to preview it and see 4th edition. Or just D&D go photocopy them, which is a copyright infringement, so don't do that. But don't do, do it, it because it's cheaper. They, they also have DVDs for rental. Yes, they do. They're not for rental, sir. They're for free Yeah. <laughs> well, for free rental. <laughs> They're for rental. And most, most big city libraries have that kind of collection my my mother-in-law works as the media person for a library in uh new mexico and she's always you know what what graphic novel do you think would be good what do you think would be good here that's it's pretty cool you have a good librarian you have a great library for that kind of stuff uh my advice if you want to geek on the cheap 
is have your best bud be Jeff Bice. Because I probably wouldn't have read a comic book in about three years if it wasn't for my good friend Jeff Bice. If, uh, God, I love you. I love you too. Might now we get the Jeff doll and the Shannon doll, and, and they're going to they're going to make love. They're going to have a good day. We would both keep our hats on. That's right. Of course so, you yeah. would. Oh yeah. Well, like, no, well, I, well actually, you'd probably mm. you'd probably take my mm. hat off to bite on my head. I would. Mm. Uh, on your head, head. Yeah, your cranium head. Right. Uh, uh, my, Shannon likes it rough. Uh, I do. Uh, uh, rough it up. Right. Rough it up. My, my geek on the free. Uh, go to or geek on the cheap. Geek on the free. Uh, go to yoyogames.com. And there's a free program there called Game Maker. What's this now? You can download it for free. Uh-huh. The full version costs 25 but just the regular free <laughs> version is pretty kick-ass. And it's an open-source game writing program. If you if you have any kind of images you want to make, the other day I made one of Zach Shutt as Pac-Man. And it was just Zach going around eating everything. Was it his whole body or no, just, it just his head? head? It was just his head. It was a little cartoon head of Zach I did for another project. And uh, I draw Zach a lot. I won't get into that now. But <laughs> I've seen it. It's I've got a I've got a flip book of Zach doing a dance that's quite seductive. Um, they, I look forward to seeing that. Again, it's an open source game, so you can import any images you want to. They always say, "Okay, we'll find an animated GIF you like and import that into the game." Um, but if you're an illustrator, you can actually an illustrator who doesn't want to learn the code to make these games. Uh, we did our own Pong game in about half an hour. The Pac-Man game took maybe two hours to do. You could do any kind of Super Mario style stuff. And you can export the game utility to any Windows base, and as a matter of fact, they'll do it for for Apple based stuff too, um, so that you could, uh, you know, just send it to your friends or post it to your website, and just have, you know, if I wanted to, it would take me about a week, but I've put together a pretty fun geek show game. And now, now, uh, is this like an eight bit style or no? It's however complicated you want to make it. Mm-hmm. Again, you could do it eight bit style, and that's what I thought about doing for this for this racing game. Oh, go at least there. sixteen for us. But Jeez. really, what it looks like like I, I took some cartoons of some of the Grimleys that I do, and I made this little game, and it's an animated game, just simple, simple GIF animation. Um, and it's what does GIF stand for? Come on, Something. come on, oh. oh, come on, Zachy, come on. But the gifts, you know gifts allow you to means. have transparent layers and they'll allow you to play the image so that you can have some – you can actually do really complicated animation with GIFs, but it's better simple. I'm, be- I'm betting the G is graphic. <laughs> um, but, uh, Furby something. <laughs> graphic and, interface and, Furby. Yeah, it's an interface. And F would be file or flash or something? And by the, time, uh, by the time I got through the first couple of tutorials, I was pretty much willing to plunk down the $25 for the full version. And considering for 25 bucks, you have a video game writing software engine. That's pretty cool. Oh, actually, I remember what GIF stands for. Good <laughs> illustration. Fuck beans. Whoa. <laughs> All right. That's a GIF book. Um, I've got a thing that you can do uh, on the free. What's uh, that? Anybody can do this. You don't have to be a geek. Uh-huh. Messing with kids' minds. Com. No, no, just uh, I had all the kids at my school convinced uh, that I was actually from England. I went to the after school program one day, and I was helping them with their uh, with their division. It's like so. So what you got to do is um, you got to make sure you carry the one over here, which actually represents a ten, right? And and all these little girls are like, Mister B, where did you learn to talk like that? I said, well, here's the funny thing, right? This is how this is my real voice right here. Right? That voice I use in the class, right? I use that so I don't distract you from learning. I don't want you to be distracted by a foreigner. But learning is much more interesting if it's a British accent. They love it. And uh, they actually, uh, 
challenged me to learn to speak Spanish with the British accent. With the British accent. If I was it's taught, impossible. If I was no, taught, you can do it. No, it's impossible. Hola. No, no, don't do that. Hello. No, no, you're breaking. You're breaking rules of space and time. Hola. Stop Como it. Se llama, stop, mi amigo. It. stop it. Don't wait a star in the biblioteca. Fucker, stop it. You are messing with laws of science you don't comprehend. Tu es un chico. No! Muy loco, mi like, amigo. It's like being a black man with an Irish accent. It's just not right. <laughs> it's right. Ooh. Have you seen that? I have. It just throws you forward. Or, like even just British, black British guys. Yeah, kind of, like, kind of it, like Idris Elba. And, you, and you're just like, whoa, wait a second. That sounds cool. It's impossible. And I'm oddly aroused. See. <laughs> See. As they say in England. I mean, now that I'm out of the closet, I can say that. That's true. But that's all, all the kids know. Mr. B, talk British. <laughs> talk British to it's me. It's more interesting to learn when the accent is British. Really? It sure is. Any of and those, it sounds smarter. You know, those children. PBS, you know, documentaries. Excuse me, children. Excuse me, children. Could you shut your fucking mouth? I pay For just a moment. If it's a nice British Thank accent. You. I uh-huh. don't want any Cockney or anything no. like that in there. Right, sure. And I don't want any Cockney. Anyway. Well, that's what I heard. Um, <laughs> I, I, the guy says sorry. that you're very anti-Cockney. I, apparently, I'm anti-Cockney. Uh, let's see. i got a couple of things here. Uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yes. Inglorious Bastards. One That's of my hack. favorite movies is out. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> I haven't seen Inglorious Bastards. I'm On getting it this week. DVD. I just, I just got mentally punched. Yeah. Mentally cock punched. Uh, and uh, he was talking about uh, how uh, the, re- the reason that he was able to make this movie look the way it does is because he loved... Sergeant Fury and his Howling oh. Commandos. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Shut up. The comic Obvious. book. He right, loved right, 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 right. I, I didn't even recognize Bear Jew. And uh, he said that he has been offered many different comic book heroes to direct. Why isn't he taking it? He says, I was offered Green Lantern. <laughs> that would have been interesting. Wow. It's kind of like David Lynch's Return of the Jedi. Not since it's been a script, but just like, hey, we own Green Lantern. Would you like it? He says. He was talking with uh, MTV News. Yeah. And uh, he says uh, he declined for Green Lantern, and it was offered up the man from Uncle, yeah. but he did not yeah. take it. Good. Uh, let's see. Uh, he says uh, he was a big comic book fan. There was well, yeah, a time. Clearly. Yeah, he said there was a time in his twenties while he was working in the video store where he wanted to see comic book movies made. He says so. There's a little part of me that's like, wow, if I was in my twenties, this would be the genre I'd want to specialize in. But they weren't making them then, or at least not the right ones. But he said uh, he would not be interested in an existing comic book character, which, oh, which makes God me sad. He said, I would want to create my own. Oh, gonna, that'd be awful. Yeah, but a Tarantino Doom Patrol would be so and worth watching. Exactly. And I just keep going back to that Superman speech in Kill Bill. Right. Oh, God. And Superman, he huh? has got Superman figured out. I know. Like, if he, if he, made, a, if he made up his own, be, his name would be, like, Captain Fuck. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? You brought up Superman. I, I want to ask Shannon if he's seen the costumes for the what is it, the Justice Society they're doing in mm-hmm. Smallville. Absolute Justice, the TV yeah. movie. Did you see the Star oh, on, Girl? on the t- on the, t- on the yeah. TV show? Yeah. Did you see Star Girl? Her mask is horrible. Yeah, her mask is horrible. The costumes. Okay, what about so... Doctor Fate? He looked cool. <sighs> you want me to say it, don't you? I do. Yeah. Come on, let's hear it. What'd you think, Hawkman? God damn it! I don't want you to blaspheme, son. I want you to tell me what you think about Smallville. Because we know you don't like the Smallville. I've been watching it, and I've been kind of enjoying it. I fucking hate it. Um, um, but fucking hate it. The two-hour movie, I'm going to fucking watch it. Of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. 
God damn it. Because. Fucking Hawkman's in it. And his costume now, looks great. And it looks like Hawkman. Has, has Dr. Jeff, Fate looks like Dr. Fate. Jeff, have you seen the Dr. Fate costume? Because I know he's yes. one of your favorite he characters. He looks like Dr. Fate. Looks good, doesn't yeah. he? The helmet yeah. looks phenomenal. Oh. It's just Stargirl that God I have some problems it. with. But well, her, her mask looks Her mask weird. looks stupid, but the costume looks great. The cosmic rod looks really fucking bad, too. And, okay, well, I'm not going to quibble about a cosmic rod, but... <laughs> not, not today. Oh, cosmic rod. So yeah, I'm gonna watch Smallville. I, the, and it pisses me off. The reason why I got excited was because they weren't wearing black leather. The costumes <laughs> look cool because that's the thing everybody always says is, "Oh, you put them in the superhero costumes, they're gonna look stupid." No, 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 no. The problem with Smallville <laughs> is because they stick them all in goddamn hoodies. But these guys aren't in hoodies. They're, I know. They're exactly. in awesome, awesome ass costumes. I didn't, I'm sorry, yeah, your audio like, wasn't well, synced right well, there. Oh, sorry. Well, well not, not only that, but did you notice that in the Hawkman photo, what he's doing? Getting ready to bash a guy's head open with a mace. Did you notice whose head he's about ready to bash in? No, green Arrow. Man's... Green Arrow. Oh. I couldn't tell from the hoodie. Yeah. I, I kind of like I... the Green Arrow costume. I have to admit. No, I don't, I don't dislike that either, but I just that show's so shitty. Well, green Arrow does wear a hoodie in the comic. Yeah. I, so that kind of works. I, I think he's running around a goddamn Matrix outfit. <laughs> Superman. I, I, I've been How was the San and Jane one? Did anybody turn into an I ice chair? I did watch that, actually. Did anybody turn into an ice chair? Or a bucket of water? Or a they, bucket of ice. They did that stuff. What? Are you shitting me? They, the, the now which one is, is it uh, Zan is the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Zan turned into a sheet of ice. Oh. And they wrecked a car. Uh-huh. And Jaina was a, a tiger. Uh-huh. What color? Was what green? color? Was, was, was green? Was green? green? Was or was it real tiger? wasn't green. Was it real tiger? Oh, fuck that then. And, and there was no monkey, right? There was the no monkey sp- reference was on the back of their iPhones, there was a bejeweled head of the monkey. Gleek? What was the monkey? Gleek. Gleek. That's bullshit. So that was that was Gleek. And when their Ooh. phones rang, it went. Okay. Now now I want to know. It didn't go. Did you, see, did you see the episode of Smallville with Wendy and Wonder Marvin? Marvin and Wonder Dog? Wendy, Marvin, and Wonder Dog? Uh-huh. Yeah. No. Okay. Jesus Christ. Because it didn't happen. You were trying to slip no, they me really, up. I thought they did. I was trying to slip them up. You were no, trying to slip me up. I was trying to slip them up. I think they did that. Did but, they? Uh, yeah, the Wonder no, you're, Twins. You're just, you're just thinking of that one kid a, they killed in the second The episode. Wonder Twins actually kind of worked. Boo. I know. It's weird. Oh, Z- you know. Zaytana looked like Zaytana. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, I know. I know. She looks <laughs> great. <laughs> so, That's uh, why I always that say That was me if, making an imitation of me uh the official, the official hosiery of my masturbation fantasy is Fishnet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to, oh, well, uh, you know, uh, yes. the way we're talking about women in comics here, yes. this is... Uh, you know what? We're going to get some mail that we hate women. Yeah, what? yeah. Apparently we hate women. We um, love women. And yes. apparently Marvel Comics hates women. I love them from the waist down. Uh, the, <laughs> Whoa! The, uh, the website Savage Critics uh, is... Uh, they gave us two out of five stars, Two out of five too. stars. One of the uh, bloggers over there is saying that Marvel Comics has a war on women. They uh, hate women. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see if I can find this here. Uh, last few uh, storylines uh, says uh, fear of their. Well, we're afraid of women. Marvel is afraid of women. I'm afraid of I'm women. I'm kind of afraid of women. The, uh, topic, I'm afraid of one woman, especially. <laughs> man versus castration anxiety uh, is the recurring theme for this generation of Marvel Comics events. The first major event, Civil War, began when Captain America was asked to submit to the authority of a woman named Mariah Hill. Oh, shut up. But she was working under orders of Tony Stark. Yeah. It's not like she was really she in was charge. She's also a strong woman yeah. character. She, she's still a strong woman character. In, but in, she's crazy, in, in, in just Sol- like women in, should in, be. Invincible Iron Man. Uh, let's see. Uh, Captain America then initiates an all-out superhero civil war rather than take orders from a woman. 
who was also under uh, orders from Tony Stark. According to this blogger. Yeah. At the conclusion of the comic, Iron Man has won that contest, however. The comic goes bizarrely out of its way to assure the reader that the patriarchal order has been restored. The comic's celebratory final three pages features Iron Man forcing Mariah Hill to get him coffee. Uh, You know, this just, dude, you can take any kind of uh, fiction and just shape it uh, to... Mm -hmm. And, uh, or it, even real stuff. Ask Glenn Beck. Just, just, yeah, he just goes on and on. Oh, yeah. And, and, and in Secret Invasion, the one major superhero who died yes. was the Wasp. Well, and, and, and who was the leader of the bad guys? A green dude. No. Oh. Spider-Woman. The Skrull Queen. Um, and, oh. and, and, and apparently this retard does not know and has never read enough Marvel comics to know that Skrulls are actually both male and female. Mm-hmm. And also not realizing so that it you, was a, a thinly veiled allegory against the, the evil of Dame Judi Dench. So, uh, yeah, apparently this, uh, this blogger, moron. yeah, this blogger says that Marvel hates women. Let's see what, what what's the other, uh, exa- he gives a lot of examples here. But well, so, I had somebody trying to tell me that the X-Men was flawed because the strongest character was, was killed so many times. Okay, oh, you're gonna love. You're gonna love this. You're gonna love this because uh, <clears throat> the the paragraph ends in vagina. Okay, here we go. Vagina. It's one of my favorite words. The comic takes a perverse glee in damaging this woman's head, basically, because he shoots the scroll queen in the head. Jesus Christ! Freud often suggested that the head was a symbol of the repressed desires of the lower body. That is to say, <laughs> he often associated the female head with a vagina. As Dr. David Gilmore, not from Pink Floyd, explained in, <laughs> in Misogyny, the Male Malady, uh, Freud wrote a paper specifically on the subject. The Medusa's Head, published posthumously in 1940, Freud argues that Medusa's head represents the vagina in general and the mother's vagina in particularly, the archetypal hairy maternal vulva. Oh my uh, here God. is the Oedipal terror displaced to the head. Uh, Medusa embodies both mother and, and woman, and the hairy vulva typifies incestuous temptation. The secret invasion can only end when the offending vagina has been destroyed. Oh, thank, thank the you. The minute you start quoting that coke-snorting, mother-wanting-to-humpin' Freud, your argument is invalidated. It is a straw man argument. And, sir, this is a plate. It has a dick on it. I would invite you to eat it. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, he goes on, uh, starting off his observation, which uh, he says the monster is a woman who became a monster because she was horny. Um, really? What? Wait, he, wait, hold on. Yeah. He, obviously, it, it, obviously, that woman wasn't married. This is, uh, this is uh, uh, Abhay Holschla at Savage Critics. Well, there's. If, I'm surprised his name is not Dr. Frederick Wortham Jr. Go to, uh, yeah, go to Savage Critics and look for Fucking uh, idiot. Marvel Comics Secret War on Women, and you can read the entire thing. Wait, no, so he says that they invaded the Earth because the yeah. Skrull Queen it, was it, horny? Yeah. She was horny, and she, she wanted horny. to have her vulva smashed. Um, <laughs> are, are we sure this writer's a I, I, I male and not a saying. female? I don't know if it's male or female. Again, not to tempt any letters saying that we hate women, but, but, uh, but come on. But come on. Uh, this There's no secret agenda at Marvel Comics to beat up on women. Um, has, They're has, just has, telling stories. Has this writer checked out Wonder Woman lately? Oh, the yeah. woman who wears bondage gear and... and Uses a rope that forces men to tell the truth. And let's, and let's not forget that Marvel has their share of, I mean, like Ms. Marvel, I read. It's been a very good comic. And I'm kind of sad they're ending it at, at number 50. 
But, I mean, they are not, they don't have a secret agenda. They're just telling good stories. No, no, I think, I think you're they wrong, They do have Jerry. a secret agenda to sell as many comic books as they I just realized She-Hulk is all about man's latent desire to get beaten up by a giant irradiated vulva. And, and let's not... For, and their lawyer. And, and let's lawyer. not forget that uh, uh, the amazing Spider-Woman is now... They led with Spider-Woman on the iPhone app comic. They led with Spider-Woman. They could have led with Wolverine. But they didn't. They led with Spider-Woman. Well, he was too busy in nine other comic books. So yeah, he couldn't make it. He was involved in so many hey, other does, apps. Does that sound like Marvel Comics hates women? Yes. Yes, yes because a spider is obviously with its eight legs meant to represent a vagina. Mm. <laughs> no, it's Clearly. more area eight-legged vagina. It's actually more of a butthole. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's eight phalli that are just hell-bent on destruction. And then, uh, not to get uh, into it again, but uh, I have also here a study. From the National Domestic Violence uh, Hotline. <laughs> Speaking of taking stuff too seriously, taking, I'm sorry. yeah, exactly. This is about uh, Twilight. Yeah, it is official, according to uh, the domestic violence experts. Bella and Edward are in an abusive relationship. Well, sure, and I have it right here. Mope, 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 mope. Uh, according to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, these are some signs that you may be, and and it, this is their questionnaire. Signs you may be in an emotionally or physically abusive relationship. So we have taken the Twilight stuff and we've put it down. Okay, with glitter all over my chest. Does your partner look at you in ways that scare you? Look or act in ways that scare you? Sure. Okay, so I'd say yes, that works for Bella. He wants to eat her sometimes. Mm -hmm. Does your partner control what you do, who you see or talk to, where or where you go? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stay away from the werewolves. I love you. There it is. Mope. Check. Mope. Okay. Does your partner make all of the decisions? Let's go mope over here, Bella. Mope. I'm leaving, and you're going to have to live with that. Just check. Mope. Does your partner act like the abuse is no big deal? It's your fault, or even deny doing it. Quote: If I wasn't so attracted to you, I wouldn't have to break up with you. It's all her fault for being hot and shit. It's Edward there. Mope. Mope. Your partner threatened to commit suicide. All the time. I just can't live without you. In fact, I'll run to Italy and try suicide by vampire if anything happens to you. Mope. Mope. So, wait, hold on. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, what? He, suicide by vampire? Yeah. Did it, you know Why that? does it have to go to Italy? And he went to Dracula. That's where Dracula the Night Court's at. That's yeah. all the Draculas are. Yeah, because they tear you apart, tear you to pieces yeah. in, in Italy. They do. And they serve you with a nice yes. bed of celery. The, 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 the really over-the-top vampires. Yeah. They're the ones They're the ones with the big capes. Yes. You know, the ver- the drama queen of vampires. Yes, they yes. are. Antonio Banderas is one of them. I can't, I can't believe this shit is popular. Can nope. I just say that again? I know. Does your partner threaten to kill you? Yes. Well, he did on their first date. So, <laughs> check. And then he shot glitter all over his face. Uh, does your partner, let's see. These are some more signs of an abusive relationship. Has your partner tried to isolate you from your family and friends? Well, that's foreplay for us. Bella doesn't have time for anyone else, okay? Damaged property when angry. Absolutely. Check, that's in the toilet. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Pushed, slapped, bitten, kicked, or choked you. And uh, we're just wondering, does tossing her through a glass table count? Oh, I think so. That sounds like that. What about maybe a tickle fight? Tickle fight? Tickle tickle fights are just... Unfortunately, Those are just good fun. This yeah. this kind of detracts from the real problems with abusive relationships. This, mm-hmm. the, you know, oh let's let's well, let's draw a parallel to Twilight. I'm uh, I'm I'm here to make a point though, and I'm going to bring it around okay. here at the end. Take me to the river, James. All right, uh, I will. 
uh, abandoned you in a dangerous or unfamiliar place. Again, foreplay. We're breaking up, and I'm leaving you in the forest. He does that? Yep. Okay. Uh, scared you by driving recklessly. Check. Sarah okay. Forced you to leave your home. She had to run away with him to flee the, uh, from the other vampires in the first movie. She had to drop everything, run to Italy in the second one. Okay, so Oh, that's after go. the werewolf ate all the vampires. Uh, let's see. Prevented you from calling police or seeking medical attention. Again, foreplay. Uh, it says, uh, <laughs> even in the hospital, nothing's a big deal. Check. Uh, views women as objects and believes in rigid gender roles. Well, oh, it I is. Love, I love the caption. It, it, is ri- <laughs> it is written by a Mormon. So, <laughs> yeah. well, maybe. Make me some okay. PVC pipe furniture. Okay, we'll, we'll make that one maybe. All right. Accuses you of cheating or is often jealous of your outside relationships. Check Wolf Boy. Okay. Well, it was kind of well-founded. Yeah. She was cheating. Uh, now it says here, according no, to this, if you answered yes to even one of these questions, you may be in a, an abusive relationship. And, and we've got at least 15 here. But anyway, I make the, uh, I brought that up just to bring back to the uh, Marvel Hates Women. And, 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 I, and I enjoy this study because I agree with all these points and think that based on this, the Twilight books and movies should become illegal. Are, are you try- I agree. Are you trying to say that if, if my wife's vulva is a vampire or a werewolf, she might be abusing me? Yeah. What, I'm, what I'm trying Maybe. to say is, and I want to close the year with this mantra that we have said from the beginning of this podcast. Just repeat to yourself, it's just a show. We should really just relax. So we should stop hating on Twilight? No. I'm saying that I use the Twilight as an example against the Marvel thing. Even... You know, the, the Marvel hates women true, thing. True. He's taking it too far. True. These are just stories, okay? True. Let's not think about it. If you want to analyze something deeply, go to your classics. Go to your Bible. Go to your Shakespeare. Your Koran. Uh, you know, your Koran. Go to all of those. If you want to examine things, go to all of that stuff. This, it's just stories. All right, they're just trying it's, to. Tell it's bullshit pop culture. It is. It's exactly it. So, just repeat to yourself: it's just a show. That is my New Year's resolution. And that's the thing: is like we're not even. I've never even read Twilight. I'll never see any of these mm-hmm. goddamn movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I find horrifying is just the absolute adoration. Yeah, yeah. It is weird, isn't it? I, I read Twilight, the first book, and I think if I was a 12-year-old girl, I would have loved it. And that, I can honestly say so that he loved it, it. it hit its eye. Well, as a 12-year-old girl and a gay man, I, I find myself <laughs> oddly compelled to read that book over and over. But uh, So anyway, there's there's that. Um, that's all I wanted to say, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, good times. Uh, everyone, uh, you got anything, Jeff? You want to close on a – you have anything you want to recommend or uh? – yeah, the how, about, how about something you're excited for? Something What's you're excited gonna... for for the new year? I'm excited for Sundance Film Festival, especially that Louis C.K. stand-up concert film. That should be good. Yes, he and... is. He is so. I am so sad they're not using him more on Parks and Recreation. They, as a matter of fact, they wrote his character out of this out of this show just really? recently. And, yeah. and I'm also excited for the return of my favorite sitcom, which is Better Off Ted. Better Off Ted. Very funny. There, there is some funny stuff on TV now. I, yeah, I you know. know what? I think. If you're not watching Modern Family, you're missing out. You are an asshole. I know. That show is so good. That is really funny. And and again, I want to point out these don't have laugh tracks. Innocente. I, I really, I really hate shows, comedies with laugh tracks because I know when it's time to laugh. I don't need any prompting. Uh, so Modern Family, uh, Better Off Ted, Community. Um, if you're not watching Parks and Recreation, Which you're is, missing out. It's I'm, very funny. I'll tell you this right now. I was somebody that hated that. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Mm-hmm. 
when it was on last year. Um, I look forward to it a lot. I think it's I think it's better, and I'll say it right. Okay, I think uh, community and uh, parks and recreation are better than both. The Office, and I hate to say it, 30 Rock. 30 Rock, I think, has been pretty good this year. And, I, I, and, and I'm the not office, saying that 30 Rock is bad. Yeah. And The Office is still kicking it. Yeah, but I think those two are way, way, way funnier. i mm. I got to say Modern Family is probably my favorite. It is, for right sure. Uh, just just amazingly funny stuff. And uh, you can Great watch. performances, great writing. You can just... watch anything on NBC, on Hulu. Also, well, uh, watch Instant for every season yeah. of 30 Rock. Modern Family, ABC, uh, ABC.com, yeah. and that's where I watch a lot of. Yeah, it's very caught, funny. that's where I watch Castle. Since if I watch it broadcast, um, our friend Nathan Thulin will be out of a job, so I watch it online. Yes, good job. Because I'm trying to keep make sure he stays employed. Mm-hmm. That's my sacrifice. Oh, and DVR your favorite shows because that matters. They're, they're starting to now. count that now. They're starting good. to count it now. And so, so letting 85 year old German women dictate. Oh, what exactly. You're so even if you don't watch the show, and this is this is my suggestion, even if you don't watch the show, DVR it. Even if you don't listen to this podcast, download it. Yeah. <laughs> we need the numbers. Subscribe to it. And uh, I would insist that you turn your radio on between 6 and 10 a.m., Monday through Friday to 96.3. Even if you don't listen to it, have the radio on because they know what you're listening to. I can't explain it on this Poor or any other media pedum. Uh, I, I can't explain it without getting in trouble, but if you see me on the street... I will explain to you how they know what you're listening to. Or since I'm not actually uh, employed no, by no, any no, media. No, because no, you're on this. No, uh, yeah, you'll get me in trouble. No, so. I won't tell anybody here, but um, I'm, I'm usually hanging out on a street corner with a box anyway. Here's what yeah. I'm looking for. Look, looking forward to. Uh, goddamn Glee coming back, you sons of bitches. You know I gave up on Glee. You asshole. I'm sorry. You are dead inside. I thought it was kind of funny. I stood up and cheered three times. You loved high school, finale. though. I was just happy to find I out. I did not love high no, school. No, I mean, there's things about high school that you really dug on. And, and did you Dude, Glee. That, uh, <laughs> okay, girl, maybe high school, maybe Glee I, is the I high school just, you wanted. I was just happy to mm. find out that the girl is of legal age, the, the brunette. So now I can say, that yeah, was a great, she's hot. Great last episode. And, like, i got to wait till April. And, oh, but holy shit. Holy shit. You yeah. know what they're running uh, promos for? 24, 24, 24 in January. What? What? It, as a matter of fact, as of this uh, uh, time this is released, it's we're looking oh. at like a week or less. Oh, my God. I can't even. I can't even it. For the you Jack see, Bauer power he's hour. All, he's all cuddling with his grandkid. You don't look like a grandpa. Uh, thank you. Yeah. No, I'm a record producer. Yeah, and then he just starts blowing shit up. <laughs> Starting with the kid. <laughs> and uh, very excited. Well, and, and Zach and I can tell you. Kiefer Sutherland is one of the coolest guys mm-hmm. in yeah. the world. And, and, Thanks for letting me know he's and there when that he, day. And when he, comes back, when he comes back into town, because he will, because we're one of the only stations playing his band. Um, what, what, what's, his, what's the band he's producing? Billy Boy. Billy on Boy Poison. on Poison. On Poison. Yeah. A very good band. We're one of the few stations playing it. Um, he will be back, and we're going to go drinking with him. Dude, mm. you that, sons that, you of know, bitches. Always, no, I do not no, I, meet him this time. I want you guys to come That with always leads to bar fights. Yeah. No, no, he he's not there. He has that reputation, but it's it's not earned. Last time I went drinking with Kiefer, there was a bar fight. He's a decent guy. He is. Awesome. I uh, love Jack Bauer, and I, and I would ha- be like, it'd be so why hard don't you for marry me. him? I would. I, actually, I might ask him to marry. I, me. I am. I am looking forward to something that means that I'm pretty much going to be off the show after February. What's yeah. that? Um, Star Trek Online. That's right, Star Trek Online. Zachary Kinto is the voice of Star Trek Online. He will uh, uh, narrate and walk you through it. Um, it's. 
it looks better and better every freaking week. And the, the stuff we're getting, since we're officially media, according mm-hmm. to Atari, uh, <laughs> this, the stuff I get sent um, is just blowing my doors open every single Wait, we're week. media, according to Atari? Atari no, we're us... media types, remember? No. Oh. Atari, as far as Atari is concerned, we are media. We get well, press kits and all well, kinds good. of stuff. Well, here's the them. deal, and dude. Then we got to get some uh, press packs to Comic-Con because all that shit sold out. Um, it's well, sold out. The, yeah. the, the, thing with, the thing with this game is uh, it's so customizable, but there's a pre-order. I will not say which um, online game company is doing it. You know how you have the different stores that are online as well as having their own physical stores. One of them, if you pre-order uh, Star Trek Online, just just search Does for it. Does it rhyme with Grame Shop? No. Um, if you order the game online, if you does pre-order... It, does it rhyme with Grame Crazy? If you pre-order... Gramazon? If Gramazon.com? You, if you pre-order, not only do you get invited to the open beta so you can play the game a month early, you get the classic Constitution ship. We're, we're talking Kirk's. Constitution what, class. What, just, ship. just say which one it is. I can't remember. That's why I can't remember. Yeah, for pre-order. <clears throat> we'll so that's out. that's what they're giving you, and that means that you won't get the physical game until February when it comes out. But they will give you the download for the for the beta, and you'll be able to fly around for a month in your Constitution class starship. Oh, that's porn. Also, that's porn. the the retrofit Sovereign class will have Scott Pierce playing yes. a multiple. Is it a Sovereign class starship? It is a Sovereign, and it's bitching. Oh, good, because I want to. And on that note, uh, thank you, Comcast, Channel 1, Utah On Demand, About Town. It's getting harder and harder to find it, but thank you for finding it. Uh, on <laughs> We're on Comcast. level 29. Level 29. Thanks for being a friend. Third floor lingerie. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Find us on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, that's uh, there's one Facebook page now, right? There's one Facebook page. So. The other one is closed because I can't turn it off. I've yeah. been trying. And um, we will, uh, yeah, we'll uh, give you updates as to when new episodes and when movie nights. The and Facebook all that stuff page happens. is updated quite a bit. Yeah. So go there, uh, geekshowpodcast.com. Buy our stuff and uh, love our stuff. See, love our stuff. Uh, Zachshut.com for the continuing yep. adventures of Zach Shut. There's I, video. I'm a fan of Zach Shut on Facebook. Become a fan. Also, uh, become a fan of uh, Dan, the laptop man from PCLaptops.com. Uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, become a fan there. And thank you very much. And, you know and, and, and 4 Plus Brewery, by the way. Right. Thank you for helping us out with Movie Night. Go, uh, you know, you can go find me on Twitter. I've decided to disconnect my Twitter and my Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, been getting a little weird on the Twitter lately. Really? Geek Show Shannon. Huh? Little bird? Oh, okay. Well, I have your old Twitter then. Because uh, you're, you haven't updated it from, I'm trying to figure out what a Twitter is. Uh, that was the last one I had from no, you. No, dude, I... Have really? you been going? He oh, figured it so out good. since then. Maybe yeah, I yeah. Check. Oh, yeah. get updates of Shannon puking in different yeah. bushes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, don't subscribe to Stanley or Anthony Daniels no. uh, because they're Twitter abusers. And uh, hopefully the football season is over by now. And so you can... Go to comedian Marcus on Twitter because uh, nope, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. No. So once the football season's over, then get on because that's all he talks about is football. Uh, or or being stuck on a plane. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else before we uh, wrap this uh, sucker up? Uh, um, resolve to eat more ham. Oh, happy New Year. Apparently money can even buy you dignity Everyone will forget in a couple of days It doesn't matter what they say in the press I guess I'm not the only